Welcome to the Founders with Purpose podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their mission, why they chose startup life, and how they will get where they're going. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, we have Kyle Ladwig, the co-founder of Chapter with us today. Kyle, thank you for joining. Uh, could you tell all the listeners what Chapter is and, and why you got started? Absolutely, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so Chapter is essentially a social network that's based entirely on the stuff you're reading, watching, and listening to. So it was created out of a reaction I guess you could say to all the noise that's on social media today and, and our frustration with um, our screens kind of getting filled with political rants and conspiracy theories and then a bunch of filtered photos. And <laughs> we thought there was room for an alternative type of social media. That's great. And um, full disclaimer, I am a chapter user and have been loving it very, very early, actually. So there's been quite a bit of evolution of the product which is really great i think um you know early stage startups often can do this but you've even been um extra nimble so let's let's talk about that that journey a bit so you started off um and this is my perspective uh you started off with the the idea was that you could share interesting things uh with your friends or peers that you've been reading and you would do it on a weekly cadence and you could only see the other uh content if you contributed so it was really a, um, a, a like a community where you contributed and then you were able to receive value um, from the signal from your community it's evolved much from then but maybe you can talk about um, why why you thought starting out that way was the right idea um, how you got feedback from users and, and evolved that a bit yeah for sure and, and i'll give my own full disclosure this is not a paid endorsement so <laughs> so I'm not paying you to plug our, our, our app, and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, you know, going back to the original version of Chapter, we had this idea for a collaborative weekly newsletter. And I think you summed it up perfectly, so I won't repeat what it did, but um, we, we, as a startup, you're always trying to test, you know, um, which of our insights can we actually uh, create a product from? And there's been this age-old rule of social media, and it's often referred to as the 99-1 rule. And what it says is that 1% of users on any social platform are actually creating content. And 9% of users are interacting with that content, maybe reading comments or retweeting or whatever the case might be. And the other 90% of people are just sitting there as passive consumers, um, sucking up content. So the first version of chapter, we tried to break that rule uh, with this idea that you join a newsletter group, you contribute to that newsletter group. And if you contribute, in exchange, you get everyone's best link of the week. And a lot of it was reading like articles or, or, or something of that nature. But some stuff was, you know, check out this TV show or this podcast. And what we found with the first version was that some people really loved it, but we weren't quite breaking that 99-1 rule. And for a lot of people, they were really interested in joining a community, discussing compelling content, 
but the pressure of having to submit something every week made it feel more like a chore and less like a fun community product. And so over time, we've loosened those rules and changed the whole idea of how chapter works. Yeah, and, and there's this new concept of the shelf, which uh, a user can put the things they're interested on there so they're on display at all times. It's like a profile. I, I've been finding that that really interesting. Your, your co-founder, Steve, I actually took one of the things off his shelf, a TV show, and watched it with my wife, and, and it was actually really great. So, Which uh, show? Uh, that was uh, Jerry Haji. Okay, now I'm going to claim credit for this because I actually turned Steve on to this. So... And by the way, one of the things we'd love to do is to trace back the source of the recommendation and give people credit, you know, because I would love to know <laughs> that Steve started watching Giri Haji because of me, and then you started watching because of him. That would just make me feel great, and it would give us something to talk about if the three of us jumped on a call. And that's really the spirit of Shelf as a feature. Um, so it's awesome to hear that. Uh, and if you haven't watched Giri Haji, highly recommend it. Um, so, so yeah, shelf, you know, take a quick step back. I, I think of every social app as having these three components. There's an identity component, there's a utility com component, and there's a community component. And getting that recipe right is extremely difficult, which is why, you know, again, there's this sort of uh, rule or, or common mantra in venture-backed technology world that social apps are, are very difficult to build. So um, the shelf it is just, it's basically a content-centric profile. I always think about it like this is myself on a shelf. If you want to get to know me, the things that I'm putting in my brain or the things that, that uh, I enjoy reading and watching, check out my shelf. Uh, and that captures that identity component of the network. So uh, I would say if, if we got one thing wrong early on, it was that we started with the community aspect and we mashed a bunch of strangers together who maybe were interested in a common topic or uh, were reading similar newsletters, but they didn't know anything about each other. And so it, it really did feel like a lot of strangers who were suggesting and recommending cool content, but there were, weren't a lot of personal relationships for me. And so Shelf was a reaction to that. And it was our way of saying, hey, you know, tell the world a little bit more about yourself. And as the product evolved, it, it became a cool way to get to know people in your personal life on a different level. Um, so you can invite someone to create their own shelf. And I always say, no matter if it's your wife or your mom or your best friend, I guarantee you'll be surprised by at least one thing they add to their shelf. Uh, and so, that, yeah, that was an evolution. Again, starting from that newsletter concept and becoming more of an identity feature. Yeah, and I think um, to one of the points you mentioned about social networks being hard, I think uh, this is definitely a VC mantra, but it, it even, um, I think it goes further when people think about the social media they use and how many different platforms there are vying for their attention and how they use those. So one of the key things you mentioned was identity. And I think um, I really do like the shelf for that notion is as this identity of displaying your content or your interests on a shelf. 
Um, you also mentioned this notion of being able to track or uh, trace the source of um, how you discovered something. Maybe, maybe tell us a little more about how you're thinking about that going forward, because that almost sounds like, you know, when you save collections in a browser or, you know, trying to even something like Rome research uh, with note taking and, and being able to use a knowledge graph to understand where things are coming from. This is a really interesting concept. Um, and I think uh, not sure if you have plans, further plans for this that you're willing to share, but but please share what you can. Sure. So if I were to sum up the basic idea of chapter uh, from a technical standpoint, we're really trying to surface this data that is currently hidden away. And the reason it's hidden away is because it's stuff that we're all consuming in isolation, right? Uh, you know, if I watch a TV show, I'm not necessarily texting all my friends. I just watch a TV show. Um, not that my friends wouldn't care about that, but there's just no place to uh, post and discuss those things. And, and we think there's real value in that. And I'll give you a really simple example. You know, over the last year, I'm sure you, like a lot of people, uh, had conversations with family and friends, and five minutes into the conversation, you reach this kind of awkward moment where it's like, well, what have you been up to? And what have you been up to? And how's the weather in Seattle or wherever you might be? Because we weren't really doing much. We were kind of all locked inside. And I found a lot of those conversations for me always kind of led to, well, have you read any good books? Have you watched any good shows? And so these this content that we're consuming and that we enjoy, I think they're just a great way to connect with other people. It's a great way to express yourself, a great conversation starter, and we're just trying to surface those connections. So that's the basic idea of chapter. Now you mentioned Rome Research and these other uh, knowledge graph tools. In my personal opinion, Rome Research is an incredible product for a small number of people. And so it makes sense. You have to have a technical product. So uh, for a casual average consumer, it's probably a bit heavy. Um, but I love the idea of logging links, rating content, and using all that stuff you're consuming to create social connections. That's really kind of, I think, a big uh, broken promise of the internet was that we would all you know, find like-minded people or form deeper connections with our existing networks. And instead we're all watching chat videos and spending like 30 minutes filtering vacation photos. Yeah, and I think um, riffing on that a little bit on the promise of the internet not really being fully fulfilled, how do you think about your, your mission at Chapter and why, you know, why was this important enough to you to start the company and to spend, you know, all your time and, and you know, do the things normally uh, you do in a startup, which is give up, give up your life a bit and uh, dedicate yourself to the startup. Uh, it, you know, starting with that first product you had and then all the way through to now and how you think about going forward, wh what is that mission and why is it so important to you? Well, I'll answer the question two ways. Um, one is, our mission, if I was to boil it down to a single sentence, is to turn the content you love into relationships that matter. 
And it, it goes back to what I, I was talking about before, where, you know, it's kind of a scarier, depressing thought that billions and billions of humans are just spending billions and billions of hours sucking in content through our ears and through our eyes and then not interacting with each other. I think that's that's a pretty um, grim view of the internet, but it is a reality for a lot of people. Uh, and then in terms of uh, maybe the vision or, or what we think we're doing that's different from what's out there, uh, I would say it's a pretty audacious and maybe a bit stupid to create a social network that's all about you know, thoughtful consumption or what I like to call slow content, stuff that takes more than five or 10 minutes to consume. Why is that stupid? Well, look at the most popular and largest platforms out there, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, they're all based on bite-sized, clickbaity content. And that's clearly what captures people's attention. But I can't remember the last time, if any time, that I struck up a conversation with a stranger or formed a friendship over some meme that I saw or some TikTok video that I laughed at. It's just junk food. It's, it, and, you know, I think about my content diet in much the same way I think about my food diet, which is, you know, junk food in moderation and trying to be mindful of the things I'm putting in my body. Unfortunately, I think many people have lost that perspective because app makers are very good at sucking us into these rabbit holes of junk media. So, so yeah, I would say our mission is, is twofold. One is to create new social connections and deepen social connections based on the stuff that you're reading and watching. And then secondly, hopefully we can inspire people to consume more slow content and less of this junk media. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, there's a few different ways I do that in Slack channels and other groups. One I really like is uh, started by Patrick Carlson. It's a progress studies group and we'll do a reading group and I'll post one of those books on, on my chapter. Actually, uh, we, we've gone through I've gone through three or four books there and we're just starting a new one. So I'll get those on the chapter. Initially, I thought they'd be too too dry or maybe not interesting enough for, for the chapter, but I think I got to put everything out there. So um, really great product. I love using it. Um, I've sort of fluctuated in whether I'm contributing articles or whether I'm contributing to the shelf, but it's been really great to see it grow. Uh, Kyle, is there anything we haven't discussed yet about chapter, about the future that you think uh, is, is worth noting? Sure, yeah, actually, that is the perfect segue. I'll, I'll give you a quick sneak peek of a feature we're building right now. You mentioned two things that I think are just amazing, or at least they're very timely. You mentioned Patrick Collison, so for those that don't know, he's one of the founders of Stripe, and he has a pretty active personal blog where he kind of just publishes a reading list. And a lot of people in the startup world love this. Um, and it's an interesting phenomenon because you follow that up by saying, you know, I don't know if what I'm reading is interesting or worth sharing. And this is, I, I hope, one of the big unlocks that Chapter uh, can create. Everybody thinks that the stuff that they're reading and listening to is not worth sharing or that nobody cares. And I'm telling you, everybody cares. Like, it is just plain fun to look at somebody's Chapter shelf and understand them a bit better and kind of 
understand where they're coming from, maybe discover a couple of new things. And that person probably thinks nobody cares and it's just not true. So one of the things that we're working on, and it's in like total private data right now, but this concept of keeping a sort of content diary or a content log. And this was inspired by a stat I saw that people who keep a nutrition diary lose twice as much weight as people who don't keep a log of what they're putting in the body. And I thought, well, could that concept be extended to the content we consume? And so it's a little bit more extreme than, than the, the, the group newsletter concept or the shelf concept, where the shelf is kind of like your top recommendations. This would be like a live stream of all the stuff that you're reading. And we could do some cool things like tell you, you know, how much junk are you consuming or um, what are your top rated podcasts and things like that. So I'm very excited to test this out. I, I, I have a feeling a lot of people like you will say, oh, nobody would ever care about all the articles I read in a day. And hopefully we can prove you wrong. But we're testing it out right now. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it early. That's great. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that, Kyle. And I, I think um, you've given me hope that maybe some of the stuff I'm reading is of interest to others. I think that sometimes in just pure volume, it's uh, I'd be adding things to shelf, you know, for, for almost uh, 20, 30 minutes a day just because of the amount of content I consume. But I think this new feature sounds like it might be right where uh, it's it's a feed and, and I can really just, just feed everything into that. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, Kyle. Um, we, we want all the listeners to check out chapter Where's, where's the best place for them to find uh, information about you? Yeah, thanks, Darian. Uh, best place is getchapter.app. That's getchapter.app. And feel free to email me. I'm Kyle at getchapter.app. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. I'll include links in the show notes and, and hopefully we'll have an update uh, soon. All right, man. Talk soon. That's it for this episode. Please be sure to follow Founders with Purpose and tune in again soon.